Okay, welcome back to Vancouver Places, where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, that you must not miss. So, Dave and Graham, what are you going to tell us about this week? Mushroom Studios, Mike. Okay, what is Mushroom Studios? I don't, I don't know anything well, about that. Well, first of all, I need to find out from Dave how his pigeon's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's eating mushrooms. <laughs> In a studio or it's is it studio, left yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like, it likes the band, the flock of seagulls. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been hard to get any, any work out of Dave the, the last few days. Cause his, this pigeon showed up on his doorstep <laughs> and uh, it's just totally preoccupied him now. Dave, You're digressing. I am digressing. So mushroom it studios. It happened to you as well, Dave, but sorry, Graham, mushroom studios. Mushroom studios. This is one of my favorite places because uh, kind of like the Bomax sign, it's one of those places that I drove by probably a thousand times and, it was kind of oblivious to. And when I found out about it, I couldn't believe that I'd driven by it a thousand times. It's this studio on West 6th Avenue. And um, it's called, it's at 1234 West 6th Avenue. That's, that's an easy address to remember. I love address. it because it's like, it, the address sort of speaks to what's in it. It's music. I always think of that Beatles song, one, two, three, bah. And then they go into the song. So it's one, two, three, bah, West 6th Avenue. <laughs> But this is a this was a studio that was built in uh, 1966 originally as uh, to be used by the CBC Orchestra. Oh, but everything cool. things changed a lot in the music world between wow. 1966 and 1976. Yes. You know, um, and uh, some really cool music that was recorded there by some really cool artists. And I had. No idea that some of these songs that I've listened to on the radio for decades were recorded right here in, right here in Vancouver. So what I'm going to do, this is the fun part. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little clip, and you guys see if you can recognize uh, this uh, artist. It's Hearts, Dreamboat Annie. Yeah, yeah. I'll take, I'll take Jokers for 10, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit of notes. I can name that, that tune in two notes. Hearts, so this was their debut album. It was a super duper album, right? It's gone, I don't know how many awards or how many it's it sold, but uh, you even recognize it today. So this was recorded, I think, in 1975. They were completely unknown. At, you know, at how, you want to know how, how one, just you want to know how unknown they how were? How unknown were they, Dave? I went to Lord Bing High School. I knew and that. In 19, and in 1974, we had them play one of our high school dances. That's incredible. Are, are they local? They're not local, are they? They're from Seattle, had a Vancouver oh, okay. connection. Well, what, what it was the, I don't it know was if the it wasn't through somebody dodging. avoiding the drafts. It was, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It was yeah. draft dodging. And they were huge. Yeah. You know, they were, they were just starting to get some airplay. And somehow we got to book them for a dance on Thursday night in our in our gymnasium. And, you know, the kids that were cool kind of knew, hey, this is a better band than Mr. Natural or Sweeney Todd that played, you know, the year before. <laughs> Crosstown Bus, all these bands. I don't know why I remember them all from 1974, 75, you know. So but when, you say, when you say draft dodging, I'm aware of what draft dodging is, but Hart was draft dodgers? Was that the deal? No, I from, think from the that Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ann and Nancy Wilson were the two um, right. leaders of the band. I think one of them was dating somebody that wanted had to get out of the States. Yeah. Is that true, yeah, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, oh, I think that's right. Okay. Yeah. So they Which came one up was the guitar player in Hart? Excuse my ignorance. On wow. This one. They both played guitar. They're both like amazing, aren't they? They're pretty, pretty amazing. But they were from yeah, uh, yeah Seattle, I think uh, Bothell, Washington, sort of where they, 
started. Yeah, and it, we recorded it, at Mushroom. It all came together yeah. here at Mushroom Studios. And then, you know, af- after that album came out, uh, they never looked back. It was, it was pretty remarkable. All right, you want another, you want another one? Send yeah. over. All right. Uh, oh, this, 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 this is too easy, but... Bachman Turner Overdrive, yeah. taking care of business. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are not hitting my prime time in music. <laughs> Mike, you were born in the wrong era. <laughs> BTO. But that song, again, one of those ones oh. that's uh, that's on the charts all the time. It's it oh. was it, it it arrived on the charts, it stayed on the charts. It's been there. For it a sold a gazillion copies. And uh, yeah, it sold a good gazillion uh, copies. But it, uh, right here, right here in Vancouver, that's that was yeah, very cool. Hmm. All right, this one a little bit more obscure. Well, let's see, let's see if you know this one. You should know this one, Mike. Is is that a song or are you are you scratching? <laughs> I have no idea what that is, man. What is that? I know that, and I just don't know what it is. So this is this one's a little bit weird, but it's but it's also kind of cool. The song's called Apache. The band is called the Incredible Bongo Band. <laughs> name i've heard i've heard of them but i don't know any of their music it's one of those things that is uh i think to the mainstream largely unknown but to those who know you know so there's like bits of that song that have been sampled on all kinds of uh rap songs that's why i know it that's why that's why 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 probably is ringing a bell sounds a little familiar and the incredible bongo band as i understand it was a kind of anonymous band. And I, th- I think, and I'm just kind of winging it from memory here, but I think the producer, there was a guy who was a producer who produced all kinds of like great artists. And he decided, wouldn't it be kind of funny if we just like created this uh, mystery band, then we'll call it the Incredible Bongo Band. And uh, we'll just, in, in, we'll, we'll not tell anyone who's actually in the band. And whenever they had like artists come through, would say, let's do a track, let's lay down some, some beats. And rumor is that you've got Ringo Starr, the Beatles, members of the Rolling Stones, all kinds of people from the from the business that have contributed tracks or have played along, and it's all unattributed. And it's just this mystery sort of bongo band thing. Crazy, but that's kind of cool. That that happened right here, wow. right here, Mushroom so Studios. Not too yeah, far yeah. from Granville Island. Pretty anonymous little place. You drive by it, like I said, a thousand yeah, times. I have no idea, right? And is it still a record? Is it still, it, you know, its origins were CBC? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Is it still a recording studio? It is, except it's called Afterlife Studios now. Oh. But, and, you know, okay. the other thing is it's kind of difficult to go in. It's a, it's a working business. But, you know, if you want yeah. to, maybe when we get around to forming our own band, we can, we, can go, we can go in there. But I did go in and I, I met some of the, the, the guys that were working there and there was an artist coming in to record some stuff. And it was, yeah. uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. A so lot of bands like, like, I think that, I want to say Aerosmith. Um, I think a lot of bands would have liked to have come to Vancouver because it's such a beautiful city and the vibe. And then if Mushroom had the, you know, the right back then, the equipment and the most expensive um, tape decks and, you know, the 40, 40 track board and all the stuff that nowadays, I don't know, you could probably do a lot of it on your Macintosh computer. Right. But back then, um, these recording studios were a huge investment to get them up and running to the point where mm. you would attract the international artists. 
I mean, there still are recording studios nowadays, but it's not like it was back then when, um, you know, there were there were rarer and the equipment was so much more expensive, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's actually still a really famous new one called Warehouse Studios in Vancouver right now. It's located in Gastown. Like tons of amazing that's, uh, albums. That's are- Brian Adams' uh, studio, isn't it? Yeah, they yeah, they've had yeah, they've had Brian Adams, they've had Billy Joel. No, but I think he like had, owns it. I think he oh, like probably. owns the building. Yeah, he's or probably owns right the in there. Yeah, he, and there's a really famous producer that I'm blanking on the name of that is also really important. Yeah. Bob, in that Bob Rock. Yeah, I think it's Bob Rock. It's Maybe not. I have to check yeah, that. Out. Yeah, yeah, he was made for it, wasn't he? I want to be called Bob Rock. Well, in in recent years, I think you know I'm sort of. Uh, emphasizing the stuff from the 70s because that's kind of my genre actually it's more dave's you know dave's a little bit older than i am so you know i wanted something that he could uh, relate to but uh there's uh i think sarah mclaughlin and some more contemporary artists have have, have been there uh more more recently okay oh, amazing. do you want a couple others do you want to keep playing my game yeah let's keep going All right, yep. let me let me just in the time remaining let me give you another one <coughs> Trooper, raise a little hell. Nicely done. See, I was, I was teasing you. I was trying to egg you on there about you know, your, your music knowledge, but you nailed that. Summers ago up in Kamloops at Sun Peaks. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the, uh, the old folks circuit and the casinos and appealing to people in their 60s and 70s. They're, get, they're getting on. All right. But they're still out there. They're still doing stuff. Still doing it. Still rocking. One more for you, Dave. You too, Mike. If you know, if you know it, I'll try. <laughs> Dave's got this. Dave, all right, here we go. Oh, turn me loose, lover boy! Wow, impressive. <laughs> it's a record. That's Dave. great. That's just like one note there. Dave, yeah. is this on back to your DJ days? Is that what's happening right now? You should be a disc jockey. Yeah, that, that's that's what you call a good hook. That, that note. Yeah. All that solid that gold. Fun. That was right fun. here. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't believe it. I'm so impressed by that. That's a, it's cool. If you've if you've spent a lot of time listening to those tunes, it's just kind of a bit of a revelation to think, wow, this was just recorded. You know, not too far from. And, and they're still going to this day. They're still doing recordings. And yeah, they, they, they've been. Uh, you know, they got all the latest equipment in there. They also have lots of. Uh, I think have lots of analog <laughs> equipment. If you want to do like old school recording, I think they can accommodate that. Really well. But I think it's got to be great as an artist to go in there and think, wow, you know, Hart was here. Uh, Robert Plant was here. Uh, Diana Ross uh, was here. You know, there's a lot of big names oh, that, that have been yeah. there. It's a famous song. If you were looking for autographs or, you know, with so right. many. I wonder if teenagers that were, you know, groupies of. Um, of Loverboy or something, or one of these bands, PTO, would just hang out in the parking lot and hope that somebody important would go by that you could bug for their autograph, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cool place. Maybe yeah. pretty amazing. Great. Well, apparently you can't go by and check it out, but if you ever get a chance, drive by, you said 6th, 6th Avenue, Graham, near West Granville? 6th Avenue, yep. One, two, West three, four. Avenue. Oh, yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, I would drive by, uh, drive by one, two, three, four, West 6th Avenue and check out Mushroom Studios and maybe get some Loverboy or some... Diana Ross playing as you go by and see how it goes. Yeah. Got any last thoughts there, Dave? Well, our book, 111 Places in Vancouver That You Must Not Miss, has um, Jimi Hendrix's grandma's house that we're going to be talking about in an upcoming episode because oh, yeah. he spent a lot of time in Vancouver. And what other rock and roll things did we have, Graham? Well, um, well, you know what? I'm not going to say 
because I'm going to save it for an upcoming episode. Okay. All right. But I do have a li- I Yeah, I got some stuff here. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That's great. That's um, a lot of suspense there, Graham. I don't think Jimi Hendrix ever recorded um, a mushroom. Nope. And I wonder, I wonder why, finally, just, I'm just wondering why it was called Mushroom Studio. And then I have my own thoughts as to maybe why it was called Mushroom Studio. I could guess that one, too. Well, go Graham? ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Guess. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to know. Does anybody know before I, I wasn't alive anything to do with your pigeon? I just heard stories. No, I think it's because maybe some fun guys work there. <laughs> okay. On that note. All right. We have a chat. We have a habit of ending episodes on Dave's bad jokes. So we'll end on that joke. So come back next week and we'll explore some new places. In the the of not miss. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week.